0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.
1: We did mention Greece because the government there has introduced price controls on baby formula. The main reason for it is to do um with the, the increasing cost of baby formula in Greece with the rate of inflation over the past two years. So the government have made the decision that they're now putting this 7% profit cap on formula kicks in from about March. We want to talk though about the cost of baby formula here in Ireland. And Dr Liz O'Sullivan, who's a lecturer in nutrition at TU Dublin and a member of the Baby Feeding Law Group is with us on the line today. Just Liz, first of all, what's your view on, you know, price controls around baby formula?
0: Thanks, Andrea. Yeah, like I think this is something that absolutely needs to be looked at with priority by our government. Um, I was speaking with several mams this morning, those who have maybe babies under one at the moment and a toddler a slightly older child. And they all reported back to me that they have seen very significant increases in the cost of formula between their first child and their second child. So it's really something that's, that's hitting a lot of families very hard now with our present cost of living crisis and just to to touch back on something you mentioned there which is really interesting talking about using ie to get you know a better price on electricity or something else but if you're a baby under 1 and you're consuming formula there's no alternative there you know there's no cheaper alternative you're kind of hamstrung by the costs that are set by the the industry and the manufacturers so that's a real challenge you know there is in um, the UK, some of the shops will have own brand products, but we don't have those on Irish shelves. And so it's it's a considerable challenge for, for families in Ireland, those using infant formula.
1: Um, just before we go any further around the current situation here, just from, from you chatting, Liz, to people and, and other families, how much of an increase are we talking about in Ireland in recent years?
0: So, um, like there was actually a new talk piece on it several months ago, but you're looking you could be looking at a couple euro two euro to three euro per kind of tub. Um and one woman that I spoke with said she noticed over the course of a week there was a two to three euro increase on a tub of formula. Um and so, you know, like that, if you see that increase on any other product in your supermarket basket, you might decide to switch or stop consuming it. Yeah. You know, at some point somebody will say, I'm not buying that anymore. But families just don't have that choice. If they're using formula you know that's that's the main milk drink for their baby um under the age of 1 and so you know there's no other option there
1: so you're probably talking what about 20 euro at least a week it at depends least. on
0: it depends on the brand yeah but some can be up to you know 18 19 euro um you know and the cheaper versions might be around kind of 15 16 so like it's not a, a huge difference. You know, there's still a considerable um, cost implication there for families who are using formula.
1: The other thing, and and correct me if I'm wrong on this, Liz, but you don't have um, offers. You don't have club points or, you know, any of the other things that we'd often use in supermarkets either.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, I I understand the point of that and I understand kind of how people can can feel agitated and frustrated by that. But ultimately I think that doesn't actually hit at the goal of a long-term reduction in price. You know, like, if you're talking about you know, super club points on a product that's 15 to 18 euro, that's that's not massively hitting your pocket in a big way if, if those points were to be introduced. So I think that actually kind of distracts the conversation a little bit away from what I think is the government's responsibility to introduce price caps. Do you know? And so I think if we start moving the conversation around talking about retailers giving points, which isn't going to help families as much as the price cap would, I think we kind of muddy the waters a little bit. So, okay. So... Um, I think that's where we need the government to step in and address this issue, um, and you know introduce policy um, to to ensure that the price doesn't go, you know, above a certain amount.
1: Regina's with us as well, Liz. Regina's a lactation consultant. Do you think we need price caps on baby formula, Regina?
2: Hi there. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. Um, so I work as a private lactation consultant in North Dublin, and. I see a lot of moms when I call out to them um, who have introduced formula already um, leaving the hospital. So the the initiation rate um, in Ireland is 62% of exclusive breastfeeding and then that has dropped to 37% by the time women leave the hospital. So I would see a lot of formula already introduced by the time they have left hospital. So I would... um, would say that that's something definitely that needs to be looked at while there is not um, significant funding for breastfeeding support.
1: So like we do have restrictions um, here in Ireland anyway with regards to, to baby formula, you know, an, an, an infant formula. Do you think that's a good thing?
2: Um, well, I suppose um, in a way the formula companies, they're multi-billion dollar companies, and um they they advertise a lot and the parents pay for the advertising really um because um you, you know they they advertise to us follow on formulas which are not really necessary you can use first infant milk for the entire first year that is um a breast milk substitute and research shows that there's not really any benefit to switching from first infant milk to follow-on formula. So parents do pay for the advertising of the formula company. So I think know that the government actually needs to look at that because we are paying for the advertisement and they're making lots of profit off of that. When really advertising is not necessary, everyone knows that formula is readily available. It's like when you go to buy your bread or milk, you know it's there, it doesn't really need to be advertised.
1: Like I remember Liz, I think it was j- just a couple of months ago, um, the new broadcasting regulator g- commission, the man, they announced further restrictions or, you know, the, the desire to restrict the online advertising of, of infant formula. But like Regina's point, you know, or to Regina's point, um, people know what's there. Does it, does it need to be advertised at all?
0: Yeah, absolutely not. I 100% agree with Regina there. So that's, that's a massive point and a very important point that she's made. Like nobody, when we have these conversations, nobody talks about, you know, restricting access and saying people shouldn't have formula, you know, it's there and people who need it should absolutely be able to access it. Um and, you know, because it's there and the people who need it can access it, well, then what's the reason for the advertising, you know, and anybody working in marketing will tell you the reason for advertising is to increase sales. You know, which ultimately is not what we want. It's contrary to our, you know, national recommendations. And so people who want and need to use formula should be able to access it, but we shouldn't have the amount of marketing that we have. And if that was reduced, you know, ultimately the price should be reduced. Um, and Kamishu Naman have a wonderful opportunity, like a really fantastic opportunity to kind of show Ireland as, as world leaders in this space and restrict that online advertising because you know we're seeing a lot of that happening um you know people spend a lot a lot of time online um nowadays and you know the likes of influencers and baby clubs they're targeting new mums um very purposefully and, and very aggressively and so um it really is something that needs to be more tightly regulated okay um, and so that's very fun.
1: yeah Anne is on the line as well um and do you think we need some sort of cap on the the price of the cost of baby formula
3: oh definitely without a doubt because of where i live there's a shopping area nearby and i walk up there every day and you see so many um mothers especially but sometimes fathers with uh, double prams you know they have two children maybe one is 3 and the other's 2 or slightly uh, younger than that or a baby you know there's a i think there's been a baby boom in in uh, ireland especially since the pandemic and that you know and when I was, when I had my, my children, I had, oh, four children under the age of six. And I had a th- two and a half, a one and a half, and I was pregnant. I had just given birth to another. And even the two and a half was still on a formula. But she was lactose intolerant, so mm-hmm. I couldn't give her milk, you know? Do you know so what- very expensive. Yeah, just actually on that
1: point, I, I did see a, a story or a text, Regina, that came in from a listener um, talking about their baby and, and and lactose intolerance, and you know whether or not for um, for young babies that you know that, that that are lactose intolerant, should there be caps on um, on I suppose the formula or the baby formula that they require?
2: I suppose um, it it depends really what the issue is with. With the baby and what the baby requires, because some babies will need prescription formulas. Um, so that would be a prescription, and that's something that they need to get from their doctor. Like as well, when you have a cow's milk protein allergy, um, but they they're 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 definitely um, yeah I suppose as well. It depends on the situation that you're in um, whether you get on a free prescription or medical card. Or so okay. that should be looked
1: at as well, I think. Uh, texter says, does this not press the need for the government to promote and, and facilitate breastfeeding? We've two kids who breastfed for a combined three years. The savings are huge. Formula, I think, is too normalised in hospitals. As the first thing they offer in hospital is formula, says this listener. Another Texter, I really believe breast is best. We need to do as much as possible to encourage breastfeeding in Ireland. Maybe if there was another way or other ways to give... Um, Formula at a cheaper price only to those who need it. Breastfeeding should be encouraged first. Lucianne is with us too. Lucianne's a doula. Um, what's your thoughts? Do you think we need a cap on formula?
4: Hi there. How are you? Thanks Good. for having me on. Um, to be honest, I mean, look, as a doula, I'm a postpartum doula, so I work very closely with families who who feed their babies, whether that's breastfed or formula fed, their babies. I personally, I did two breastfeeding journeys, but I also used formula towards the end when I was weaning them. And look, at the end of the day, for some people, their breastfeeding journey doesn't work out if they try to. So they need formula and they will, like it's an essential part of their life. Nourishment is their role as the mother for their baby. So they have to feed them. And so it's, an, it's a necessity, you know. So for people like that, I absolutely believe that there should be a cap on it because it's such an expense.
1: Is there any desire, do you think, to to bring this in, Lucien?
4: Um, Look, I don't know, to be honest. Um, I think, you know, as a lot of the texters have been saying there, you know, we, we also, as doulas, you know, we advocate, advocate for parents. So whatever feeding journey they choose we advocate for them Um, you know there definitely needs to be more I suppose influence from the government on breastfeeding because as one texter mentioned it is the first thing that's um, offered to parents in hospitals Um, so I do believe that a lot of support needs to go into the breastfeeding um, promotion as well but in terms of formula like you know it's just gotten so expensive for everybody and I you know having a baby is expensive enough. So I think I think the population who are parents absolutely desire for that to come in.
1: Do you think it'll happen, Liz O'Sullivan? Will there be a change?
0: Um, I think there is a lot of international drive towards it. I know there's groups in the UK who are talking about this as well and we have historical evidence. So we actually had a piece of legislation in 1981 that's since expired but that did put a price cap on infant formula um, and specific products. So you know, the precedent is there. I think that it's it's a really important thing when we're thinking about food security of the population. And, and as everybody has mentioned, like absolutely, breastfeeding promotion is key too. Um, You know, but to support the, the health and nutrition of all of our small babies, you know, we have to provide for those who are consuming formula as well. Mm. And we can't allow the price of formula to be left to kind of the whims of, of industry.
1: Well, there's actually an interesting t- suggestion from another listener here who says, why not just remove tax on baby formula, price capping can actually have unintended consequences such as lowering the quality or companies even leaving the market potentially.
0: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, from my perspective, like I, I, whatever way, I'm not an economist, I, you know, I'm not a politician, whatever way the, the government wants to handle this, as long as the end goal is that the, the price is reduced for the consumer, that's key. You know, we want to make sure that whatever is introduced, it ends up you know, reducing the price for the consumer. So, you know, be that a, a cap or a tax reduction, whatever it looks like, I think ultimately to the families would be unimportant, you know, as long yeah. as the bottom line actually changes. Um, you know, that's that's really the key.
1: Mindy, either way, lots of you getting in touch to share your stories. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com is the email, but Liz, Lucy-Anne, Regina and Anne as well, thanks a million for getting in touch with us here on the programme.
0: Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan.